0: on Triple M Mining HQ.
1: Good morning and welcome to your Monday edition of Mining HQ. Coming up this morning, I'm going to be catching up with Tara French, get a bit of an update on Kazali Resources. They've been very busy and got some good results that we're going to go through. Plus, Chris LeMessier is going to sit down with Darren Fleming. Now, he's a peak performance strategist for senior executives, and we're going to get inside his mind and find out his background on the mindset mastery techniques. Let's get into it. Good morning, Chris.
2: Hey, Pablo, good morning to you on the phone. We're off to Adelaide this morning. We're going to have a chat to Darren Fleming. G'day, Darren. How are you going? Good, and yourself? Really well. Let me formally introduce you. Um, there's a lot of things that you're involved in. Peak performance strategists for senior executives. Uh, you're an author. You're a trainer. And I love this phrase, helping teams remove the blockages that prevent peak performance. And you work with Caterpillar, Komatsu, just a few mining companies. Mate, unreal. Yeah,
0: they're good companies to work with.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're big, big global companies. And there's a lot of services you provide, which we'll get into. But look, mate, I'm really curious after going on your website and find out um, about your checkered job background. Ten years. Australia, sailing, brown belt and judo, uh, judo. Over to you. Tell us about your background.
0: Yeah, well, they were just uh, sort of the extracurricular activities. Um, I just loved sailing and one thing led to the other and all of a sudden I was representing Australia campaign for the Olympics for a little bit. Uh, but my, my work career is wide and varied. Left school, wanted to be a lawyer, got a job in one of Sydney's top law firms. They were paying for uni, they were flying me around the country. I was assisting barristers in court. Then I decided to stop studying. They sacked me. The only job I could get was selling vacuum cleaners door to door. <laughs> Were they Kirby's? I, uh, Electrolux. <laughs> okay. But uh, I won't say that job sucked because it was a pretty bad pun. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't good. Then I did two years of telemarketing, three years telephone debt collecting for Westpac. I've been an official Australian status, or official statistician for the Australian Bureau of Statistics. I've been a sales rep for multinational companies reporting to the overseas sales office. You name it, I've done it.
2: Now, that's that's brilliant. And um, why did it... Well, I guess everything has a beginning and an ending, even though we're not near the end. Did you kind of uh, see a lot of the good, the bad, the ugly and thought, I can shape things my way?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I often... When the, a lot of the places that I worked, I told them about the good, bad and the ugly and I got, never got promoted. Um, that's what happens when you, uh, you, you mouse a bit too big and say the wrong things. And I just got to the point where... I thought I can do this better. So uh, I went out, set up a mate, built me a website. This is going back 15 years or so. And I've been out doing, uh, working for myself about the last 11 years.
2: Oh, that's great. And you're the author of uh, six books, Communication, Leadership, Influence. Do you want to give us a bit of a brief about the first one and the theme?
1: Yeah. Well, uh,
0: well, the first one is how to write a 10-minute presentation in under two minutes. The reason I wrote this book is I saw so many clever people f- freaking out about public speaking. Like, you know, the toolbox talks, the safety meetings in the morning, people stress about those because they don't know how to structure their thoughts. So that book is just how do you structure your thoughts so you can speak.
2: Yeah, a lot of people would rather die than actually do public speaking, wouldn't they? It's, it's such a fear.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Seinfeld summed that up perfectly. He said, if that's true at a funeral, people would rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, Darren, we're talking about some of the books you've written before you spoke about public speaking. What are, what are some of the others?
0: Uh, another one is based around selling. It's called More Sales, More Profit, and because every organisation wants to sell more. And uh, the other book that I wrote recently is all about influence. It's called Don't Be a Dick.
2: Okay. Hey, I've got to ask about your mentors. Have you had mentors along, yep. along the way? Uh,
0: not, not specific mentors, but what I have done is I've spent a lot of time joining groups of, people, of like-minded individuals. There's a group in Sydney called Thought Leaders Business School. I was a member of that for five years. And you know, there's other groups like that that show clever people how to unpack what they know. So they can then take that deeper and sell it, run courses on it, speaker conferences on it.
2: Well, mate, I can't wait for your seventh book, uh, Mindset Mastery, Mind Control Techniques to Master Anything. It's currently in the research phase. You've mentioned that. So are you doing mindset mastery in practice at the moment? And if you are, how does that work?
0: Mindset mastery is all about understanding that the world that you experience is just inside your head. And the way you react is not based on the world outside you, but your thoughts about it. And when you realise that, it becomes incredibly freeing. Um, Take the example, I I heard you are a a skydiving champion. Yeah,
2: yeah, years ago I was involved in, um, yep, group skydiving activities.
0: So so you love jumping out of an aeroplane.
2: Yep, very much. A couple of thousand times.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The idea of that, just even being in a plane that doesn't have a door on the side of it, frightens the bejeebies out of me. Now, you get that two people can be standing on the side of an aircraft. You would love it. I would hate it. Makes sense. You you, you get that. That that makes sense. So what's the difference? We're both looking out the same door. The stimulus is the same. But you love it, I hate it. Where, what counts for the difference? It can only be what's in our head. Okay, so... And when we understand what is going on in our head, we can understand that there are no stressful days. We can understand that there are no difficult decisions. We can understand that there are no idiots we have to work with because everything is inside our head.
2: How do you bring people to that point? I'm sure it's quite a process.
0: It is. It's about, so for me, when I think of standing, even getting into an aircraft that has no doors on it, I can feel a sensation in my body. You would feel a sensation in your body. I'm tipping it would be one of you label excitement, fun. You call it desirable sensation. I think it's just completely undesirable. And when we realize that it's those sensations that drive the thoughts the thoughts, then, drive our opinions. If you want to master your mindset, simply dissolve that sensation.
2: Okay, I, I probably want it all here and now, but I'm, it sounds like I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to get it. I'm, maybe I'll have to wait for the book.
0: That will be out in uh, planning for February next year.
2: Oh, fantastic! What what are some of the uh, common stumbling blocks that you see from a client or a? Corporate group, are they stuck in their head? Is that the common theme, or is it? They're very-
0: all stuck in their head. <laughs> every, every, well, so you've got people out there driving a one million dollar triple seven through the pit. Okay, where are they? Are they in the truck? Well, physically, they might be, but mentally, they're what they're doing on their next trip away. they mentally, they're having that conversation with their partner again. Mentally, they're talking about what they're doing on the weekend. They're not actually where they're supposed to be. And because people aren't where they are supposed to be mentally, we have problems created.
2: Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Darren, your website has so much great information on there. I'd really um, suggest our listeners of Mining HQ do the Google search. Darren Fleming with a -A D-A-R-R-E-N. There's so much that you offer.
0: Yeah, there's uh, lots of resources on there. And if you want to get uh, some information on the Mindset Mastery, it's on that website as well or mindsetmastery.online.
2: Now, just a final question in your current business mix, what would the makeup be of your suite of offerings? Because there's quite a few things that you do. Yeah,
0: you know, I'd work probably about 25% senior execs and the rest of it with uh, teams, generally their teams. And what that is predominantly around of late is. The mindset mastery program and also my better question to ask program which is all about how do you connect and actually find out what's going on
2: well it's been a pleasure chatting would you come on the show again because I've got a lot of other questions I'd love to oh that'd be awesome thanks for your time thanks for your time today Darren
0: speak soon the following interview on
2: Mining HQ is a paid interview a reminder this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available
1: Catching up once again with Tara French she's the managing director of Kazali Resources Tara good morning Hi Pablo how are you I'm good and thanks so much for joining us again I thought it'd be good to get you on the program because you've been very busy down at Kazali doing lots of different things and expanding exploring let's get a bit of an update on you the gold projects first Ashburton and Yabby so what's what's been happening
3: Uh, So, Pablo, we recently completed at Yabby some infill surface sampling. Um, So we've got some anomalous gold geochemistry there, uh, which requires follow-up at a later date. Um, And the other project we have is the Ashburton Gold Project, uh, so this is a very large land holding uh, about two and a half thousand square kilometres. We've recently flown some em up there um and also completed the rest of our surface geochem as well. so you know we're really hoping that 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 will generate some some good exploration targets for us
1: absolutely. now, let's talk Halls Creek because that's the copper project.
3: yeah, that's right um. So we have been waiting to get on the ground at Halls Creek for quite some time, and and finally everything fell into place. And we recently completed just over four thousand meters of drilling, uh, which was fantastic effort by by the team. Um, we've tested the VMS uh, potential VMS conductor, which is at uh, the Moses Rock prospect, and also we've got a very large pore free copper target there at the Bommy prospect. So we've tested that with um. About three thousand four hundred metres of drilling, which which um, the aim for that is to generate an inferred resource by the end of the year. So now now the weight's really just on assays.
1: Now I know you're doing some things in Queensland as well.
3: Yeah, yeah, we've got an exciting new new um, option to earn into uh, the Van Rock Polymetallic project. It's about three hundred and fifty k's west of Cairns. Um, so this is an exciting play for Cazale. Um We're going to drill. A single diamond hole, um, and we're aiming to intercept um, tin, silver, zinc mineralisation at depth.
1: So some really good results, and also you know lots of info coming out. I guess the best way for people to keep up to date with you is via the website.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know we're certainly keeping people up to date on our announcements, and also fairly regularly on Twitter and LinkedIn.
1: You can jump on the socials and, of course, jump on the website, kazalieresources.com.au. Tara French, always good to chat and uh, thanks for the update this morning. Appreciate it.
3: Thanks, Pablo.
2: For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast, available now on the Listener app, LISTNR.